What's up, motherfucker? We're back on the sofa. Thank God. Why was I filming in the bedroom? Tell me why last episode was so fucking close to my face. It was so fucking close to my face. And I it just I feel like every episode was getting closer and closer to my face. And I don't need you to be that close to my fucking face. So we're back on the sofa. It's way comfier and way more relaxing. I don't know why I did that. Thing is with me, I get really addicted to things and then I get um, really bored of them easily. I think it's because my Venus is in Gemini. So that is the vibe, but I'm over the bedroom vibe now. I'm over sitting on the floor. I'm over the white background. <laughs> We're back on the fucking sofa, yeah. I'm feeling gorgeous today, you guys. Look at my fucking boots. If you're not watching this on YouTube, go on fucking YouTube and look at my motherfucking boots. Are you not obsessed? Like, they are fucking epic. Got those on Vinted. Um, look at my gloves. <laughs> Is it normal to wear gloves in the house? Because honestly, I put these on to go outside and I was like, they're staying on my fucking hands because it's honestly a fashion statement and it's giving Home Alone, but it's giving, um, completes the outfit and also just so cozy. So whatever. I got them at Brandy Melville, if you're wondering. I also got charged, um... 93 pounds yesterday at Brandy Melville for these gloves and a squat. <laughs> and then I walked all the way to the bus stop, uh, was about to get on my bus and then checked my fucking iPhone and then saw that I had been charged 93 pounds. And I was like, that was quite expensive. <laughs> then I had to walk all the way back to get my motherfucking refund. It's quite annoying really, but whatever, extra steps. Um, Today we're going to be having like a little catch up. I'm gonna catch you up on what I've been up to and then I'm gonna be answering all of your questions that you have kindly sent in to me. I have been fucking ill. I was victimized by the common cold, the common cold. And I am feeling marvelous today, honestly. Uh, but it's quite annoying because yesterday I had a really fucking husky voice and I sounded I sounded pretty good and I was like yes like tomorrow when I make my podcast I'm gonna sound fire <laughs> and I woke up and I had it I mean I guess when you wake up your voice is like croaky but I woke up and my voice was doing the thing and I was like yeah man let's fucking go um but it's kind of gone now and I'm just giving nasally so flopping to be honest uh yeah I've been ill like the past week um, and I've been working. I worked five days in a row. It's crazy. I really persevered. I was going to pull a sticky yesterday, but I was like, no, come on, girl. Like you can do this power through, be a team player. And also I had told two people that I was thinking about pulling a sticky, but I wasn't going to do it anymore. So there was no chance that I could actually pull the sticky, um, because then everyone would know. And also like, it's not that I wasn't sick, but yeah, basically I had a moment when, um, the other day and it was like fucking zero degrees and I didn't realize it was that cold. And like, you know, when you're ill and your eyes start really fucking hurting, I was walking and there was just this like massive fucking 
breeze that was like so fucking cold and it was just hitting me in the fucking face and my eyes were like streaming and I was just walking down the street and I was like girl I cannot go into work tomorrow I think I might die um so that's when I first initially had the thought of I have to pull in pull in sick <laughs> pull in to work <laughs> what the fuck is happening I made a coffee and it tastes like fucking mud I clearly have run out of my nice coffee but I didn't realize and there was another coffee in the cupboard and I just presumed that was the coffee that I'd been drinking and then I made it and could taste that it wasn't the fucking coffee I was drinking and it was so fucking disgusting um and then I realized that's the coffee that I thought was disgusting so I didn't use it but I just left it in the cupboard so whatever um what am I saying oh yeah I worked five days in a row, which is so crazy, girl. I don't know how you guys do it. I don't know how people work five days in a row. I'm like, and also I was ill. I was ill. I'm working five days in a row, but I actually had like the best week of my life. Do you know why? Because I was distracted because I was amongst my friends and I was just out and about. I mean, I was at work, but I was like with my friends. I was out walking in London, like to and from work, whatever. Um, but it's because I was distracted, which is why I was so happy because the more time I have to myself is just time to ruminate on my thoughts and overthink and spiral and have mental breakdowns. <laughs> so I actually had the fucking best week and I basically um, worked in a different store for like two days, the past two days. Um, sorry let me adjust myself because my fucking shoulder my right shoulder is really fucking hurting right now I have a knot it's really hard to get comfy when you have chronic back pain and nobody to rub your back for you I guess I could just book a massage but that requires money and I'm on a spending ban but anyways I worked in a different store the past two days and I was kind of like oh like I don't know because you know when you go to a new store, like you don't know anyone, but I knew everyone was going to be nice and I really love meeting new people and making new friends and just having conversations. But honestly, such a pleasant surprise because, um, well, no, it wasn't a surprise. I knew everyone would be lovely, but everyone was lovely at the store that I went to. And I've made new friends, you guys, I've made new friends. So basically the first day that I worked in this new store, I met some girls and this girl Ruby she was like oh my god you would love Panina like who works at our store because she was also from a different store we were all just like covering um and she was like you really remind me of her like she's super spiritual blah 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 and I'm like okay well you had me at hello and I can't wait to meet her and if I pulled that sticky I would have never met her so everything aligned anyways and so I go into work uh yesterday really excited to meet my girl Panina because I've just been told so many good things about her and as soon as I saw her I already just had such high expectations and I'm telling you now like we bonded and we were both like oh my god I can't wait for our lives together <laughs> because it's just so nice to meet people that are just on the same fucking wavelength as you like we were just having the most like thoughtful and deep conversations about our spiritual journeys and our um tumultuous past and our trauma and we were just sharing sharing our experiences and bonding and like honestly girl like she was telling me her story and I, I literally like 
my eyes welled up and I was like, girl, I'm literally gonna cry for you right now. Like I am an empath and I can feel your pain. She made me tell her my story. I mean, she didn't make me do anything. But she was like, okay, like now you tell me about like what's been going on with you, like blah, blah, blah. And I was like, usually I love talking about myself, but I was like, oh, I was kind of enjoying you talking about you and me just listening. No, I don't know where to start. And I got a bit nervous, um, but I started. And then I got to a point where I was like, then my I just got really emotional, which is so weird. <laughs> so weird to get emotional. Um, but I got emotional at one point and um, my eyes started welling up and I started choking and she gave me a hug. Yeah, because I, I think I got to the point in my story where I then realized how much I hated myself <laughs> the past few years. And it just reminded me and it was just quite sad, really. But like good because I don't hate myself anymore. But like sad because I did hate myself and what a horrible time. <laughs> did not want to relive that. But um, she has an American. <laughs> why, 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 why? When I talk, sometimes the words come out like spaghetti, spaghetti hoops all jumbled up. You just open the tin of spaghetti hoops, blop. That is those are the words that come out of my mouth she has an amazing therapist I think her name's Ashley I don't know did I make that up I think it's right um and I was like dude like the stars have a fucking aligned like I want a therapist but I was like I'm not I don't know how to find one like and I need one recommended to me and we are just I love meeting people who are conscious and spiritual and just like see life through the same lens as you do because you just you just fucking get it bro and oh it was fucking lit I'm so excited and I was saying to her I was like dude like this is fucking crazy like everything that I've been manifesting like has been coming to fruition as soon as I switched up my energy as soon as I removed my self-limiting beliefs and stopped sabotaging myself and as soon as I believed within my heart and soul that I was worthy of genuine connections with other people and fulfilling experiences, blah, 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 I've been experiencing them all. And I've met such incredible fucking girls that I've been able to connect so deeply with, literally straight fucking away. But I was saying, I was like, I think it's also like my perspective. Like I'm fully open to that now. And I feel like as soon as you're fully open to it, you can receive it. But if you're blocking yourself from it, obviously you can't receive it. And I think as well, like I've really learned how to communicate with others, how to be a really good listener um, and and how to connect with other people. Um bloody hell but I love meeting new people and I love like hearing people's life stories oh my god what just happened to my laptop did it go into nighttime mode it just went dark dark mode dark souls oh my god the walking dead I saw a clip <laughs> it was a clip of the um main guy when he's riding on the horse and he sees his brother I think it's his brother um for the first time it's like me when I see my friend that I only see like twice a year. Why am I thinking about that? Oh, yeah, 
The Walking Dead was so fucking good. I can't wait for the second season. And I'm also so excited for White Lotus, the new season of that, whenever that's coming. Anyways, one of my ins for 2024 was um, watch two movies a month. I watched my first movie the other day because I'm really, I just like, I can't be sitting down watching things when I have things to do but I'm like okay like I do need to like learn how to relax a little bit so I watched um Hot Summer Nights again with Timothy Chalamet and because I really loved that movie but I haven't seen it in a while and yeah epic although again it literally I had to watch it in three settings because I just can't find I just I'm not very good at relaxing <laughs> Which is funny because I used to only know how to relax. Now I just, I'm like, if I'm relaxing, I'm like, there are so many things that I could be getting on with right now. Um, but yeah, I love that movie. And the soundtrack is so fucking good. And yeah, really great movie. But what is my second movie going to be? I don't know. But I'll let you know when I know. Uh, my fucking cat, Jean, uh, was licking in the bathtub sinkhole this morning. And he was doing it the other day. And both times when I saw him do it, I freaked the fuck out. And I was like, get the fuck out. And then realized like he's a cat. So and, like he's literally just licking water or something. But it's just because of fucking, I was like, <laughs> and I said to him, I was like, did you watch Saltburn? Like the fuck bitch. Um, but yeah, I, like <laughs> shouldn't have really been an issue, but I'm just so traumatized by that scene in Saltburn that I was like, do not be doing that right now. You fucking freakazoid. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Freak. I'm just so glad today is going to be a chill and fun chit chatty episode because honestly, last week was so fucking intense. I'm not trying to have a therapy fucking session every single episode. Like fine. If I need to fucking vent, I'll vent. But like low key, it's just giving depressing. Like I know we all love to heal and we want to like share our stories and be vulnerable together and, you know, help each other feel a little less alone, but not every week girl, because that is just so emotionally taxing. Uh, sometimes girls just wanna have fun. <laughs> There's something that's been on my mind and it's been on my mind for so many years now because I've just witnessed it way too many fucking times because the thing that I've witnessed I don't think anyone should have to witness. And it's fucking 30 to 40 year olds riding on scooters. Like the manual scooter. Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? It's fucking weird. Like, what the fuck are you doing? One foot on the fucking scooter, the other foot on the motherfucking pavement, pushing yourself along. Just walk. You have fucking legs. Use them. It's so weird. I just don't get it. It's fucking embarrassing. You look embarrassing. You should be embarrassed of yourself. It's just humiliating. One time I saw a man in a suit and he had a shopping bag on the fucking scooter handle. And he's just pushing himself along. Just walk. Get the bus, get an Uber, get a car, literally anything, anything, anything else but a manual scooter. I just don't understand it. What is this trend? Who is the target audience? What is going through your mind? Are you having a mental breakdown? <laughs> Fucking hell. The world is literally ending, I'm telling you now. Like, I imagine... <laughs> 
<laughs> Imagine being on a first date and your date pulls up on a manual scooter. <laughs> Enough said. Anyways, I've been doing something every single morning for the past week because I've been ill, um, which is steaming my face because basically I've had like a horrible fucking cough and every time I would breathe in, I would be like wheezing, which was kind of funny for a moment because honestly, like when people would make me laugh at work, I just start wheezing and like people with wheezy coughs are so funny. Like it's just such a funny sound and it's so addictive um, and contagious. And who doesn't want to spread laughter and joy? <laughs> But I'm kind of sad it's gone, but also not sad because it's also gross because then you need to like just start coughing and you're like, where do I spit right now? Because <laughs> this is embarrassing. Um, but anywho, I've been steaming my face every morning, towel over the top of me um, and like, like breathing in the steam through my mouth, <laughs> obviously, um, with music playing on in, in the background. And it's just been so lovely and I realized why it was so lovely because I essentially in that moment I'm meditating because I'm just focusing on breathing and like I'm just under this towel and my head is in this bowl <laughs> and honestly I'm gonna just like keep doing that like every single morning like I did it again this morning and it was so fucking nice it was so nice to have that moment to myself and I think the reason I've had such a beautiful week um despite the fact that I've been ill, um, is almost in spite of the fact that I've been ill. Because when I'm ill, I'm like, no, okay, we have to nip this in a bud, in a bud, in the bud straight away. So I do everything within my power to like get unill, um, to recover. So I'm like drinking tea, I'm eating like ginger. <laughs> what is that? Is this the universal sign for ginger? I don't know what the fuck that was. That's raw XD. Um, never mind. Literally with these fucking gloves. Um, yeah, it's like steaming my face, um, smoking cigarettes. <laughs> you can't stop me. I was still doing that when I had the really bad fucking chest. I would be smoking my ciggy and I'd be like, why the fuck am I doing this right now? Because like it literally, I could feel it burning my motherfucking chest and it was so hellish. Um but I've been sleeping with a hot water bottle on my chest, tucked into my dressing gown, like hood up, and it's just been fucking epic. And yeah, basically that's why I had such a great week because I was forced to take care of myself essentially and do things that prioritize self-care. Whereas when I'm not ill, um, sometimes I can find it hard to prioritize that. Um, and so it's been really nice because honestly, I've had a really rough, past few months <laughs> and they've just been really nice moments to myself and I've also been like super addicted to my phone the past few months and like whenever I'm on my phone I just get so fucking depressed like as much as I'm having fun it makes me feel like shit but again when you're addicted like you can't get off your fucking phone and the other night I had all of the lights in this room off and had my dressing gown on with my hot water bottle on my chest with my hood up and I was just leaning my head back on here and I had my iPhone here playing music so it was like going into my ear and I had my candle burning and I was just relaxing and it was so wonderful it was so wonderful so I've been really enjoying all of these beautiful moments um yesterday morning 
I was having a ciggy on the front step and the sky was beautiful. It was such a gorgeous day yesterday. Blue skies, sunny, like crisp, cold air. And I was listening to One for Sorrow, Two for Journey Jones by the Japanese house, which is my song at the fucking moment. And I was just like, wow, this moment in time is fucking perfect. I wish I could bottle it up and revisit it. And then it got me thinking like, fuck, I wish I could bottle up moments <laughs> and just keep them and then revisit them. Because why does everything have to fade into a memory? And then the memory just gets distorted and then you just forget. And it's so sad. You only remember how you were feeling then you can't even remember the memory and it's just so upsetting and then it reminded me of like bottled up memories did you used to watch that tv show on cbbc called um the ghost hunter that show me and my sister were obsessed with that show because i had that kid who was like shoeshine boy and he was a victorian child who like travels in time and he oh wait they don't bottle up memories they bottle is the evil person who also comes back from the Victorian times and she bottles up people and they're in the bottles like, <laughs> they're in the bottles like, help me. <laughs> Girl, oh my fucking throat. Um, oh my God, that's so funny. And then she eventually bottles him up, but then he escapes. And there was one episode when they went into the future and they had those like domes. Do you remember that one? whoa that was crazy oh my god that show was so good that show was fucking epic turn the fuck up bitch slay um also 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 i got caught in a trap and i realized that i've been letting the negative thoughts get to me and as somebody who always pushes positivity and no negative thoughts i was like why do I not follow my own fucking advice, bitch? Because I have been caught in a trap and I have allowed myself to, like, I don't know, start thinking that I am a bit of a loser. <laughs> not a loser, but, like, my self-esteem, um, my self-worth has been chipped away a little bit, like, the past few months. And I've started to let myself think like, am I good enough? Am I beautiful enough? Like, am I worthy? Started questioning my security in oneself. Um, and it's been, it's been this like recurring thought that's been like getting to me and it's like, just negativity really, honestly. And yeah, it's just been quite upsetting to feel that way and then I finally came out of it yesterday and I was like no we will not be flopping and well basically yesterday like I got a bunch of clothes <laughs> and I was just trying them all on and I was like wow this is just what I needed I just needed to revamp my motherfucking wardrobe get some new clothes in because I was looking in the mirror and I was like dancing and my new outfits like trying on all my new outfits and I was like, girl, you are serving the nation right now. You are so slaying. And then I was like, wait, I am beautiful. I am sexy. I am a hot, independent woman. I'm single and I'm, I don't want to mingle. 
I'm single. <laughs> Let that be enough. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, yes, remember who you are. And sometimes you just need to look at yourself in the mirror. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and you need to remember who the fuck you are and you need to hype yourself up. You need to love yourself. And yeah, you just need to put on a good fucking outfit. Get some new clothes. Reinvent yourself. Um, so yeah, feeling great now that I have stepped back into my power. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I am, um, yesterday was on the bus to work and it was just so beautiful. I got the 176, which is the scenic route into, scenic route? Yeah, the scenic route into London. And um, it was just beautiful. And I was going over the bridge and I was seeing all the sights. And like I said, blue sky's sunny. And as I got on the bus, I was like, what am I gonna listen to? And uh, Dominic Fike's album, like most recent album came up and I was like, oh, like I've never actually properly listened to him. I've listened to like a few songs here and there, but never actually listened to his albums or whatever. I put it on and I put myself on, like he is so fucking good. That album is popping. And I was just having the best fucking time. And yeah, really into bus journeys really into bus journeys um also I think another reason why I feel so good is I've just been re-inspired like I've met new people this week I was talking to my friend Jazz who lives in New York and I was like girl update me on your dating escapades I want to know what you've been up to and she just sends me like all these voice notes about um meeting this like hot guy who's like mega rich and owns this like startup tech company or something like that girl I don't fucking know something like that and um I don't know she was just her stories were just so entertaining because I was living through her because she's just like out on the town she's in that New York City nightlife like going out meeting hot men and I'm like wow what an inspiration you are girl I'm like do I want to get into that? I don't know. I was like, I maybe might get into that, but also, I don't know. I think I could start dating like a hot, sexy, rich man because I think it would be nice to be taken care of, to be bought dinner. I've never experienced that before. I'm also like really bad at that. Like if I'm on a date, I, I'm like, oh my God, please can we split it, sir? <laughs> or if we're like getting drinks I'm like let me pay for this please sir because I don't know I just feel bad I'm like well I don't want you to think that I I want you to pay for everything I mean I would love that <laughs> I just I'm an independent woman I could pay for myself but also I think it depends who it is like if it's a mega rich guy then like they can fucking pay for you I I, I don't know I don't know what that is I don't know what that is but um maybe I need to get better at that, I don't know, I think, like, if I invited a guy on a date, um, then it was my idea, so, like, surely we should then split the bill, but, like, if he invited me on a date, then he invited me for dinner, so he better be picking up the bill, bitch, um, yeah, but, you know, whatever, oh my god, have you ever heard of Blue Monday? I've never heard of this term before, this phrase, and I was talking to Alice at work the other day and 
I was like, girl, what the fuck do I have in my dinner? Like, I only have soup at home and I kind of don't want that. And then I was like, I just don't know what I fancy. And then I was brainstorming and I was like, I could totally do an Indian. Like, that sounds gorgeous. I like still have some of my movie left to watch. If I order an Indian on the way home and it arrives by the time I get home, that could be gorgeous. Um, But then I was like, wait, I'm on a spending ban. She was like, come on though, like it's Blue Monday, like you deserve it. And I'm like, what the fuck is Blue Monday? And apparently it's like the third week, the third Monday of January, which is classed as the most depressing day of the year. <laughs> but that was a first for me. I've never heard of that. Um, I don't know if it was true because I honestly had a great day that day and it wasn't really the most depressing day of the year for me personally. I would say the most depressing day of the year would probably be Christmas <laughs> or your birthday or every day if you're depressed. So yeah. Sorry y'all, if you're watching this on fucking YouTube, I just keep moving around. <laughs> My fucking bag hurts so bad, motherfucker. Um, what am I talking about now, y'all? Let me look at my notes. Um, oh, sorry, I'm getting a bit congested. Freya, my dear friend, is moving to Barcelona. She's leaving me and I'm so upset. But I was like, let's FaceTime and keep in touch. And she was like, I will write you letters. And I was like, wait, can you actually? She was like, yeah. And I was like, girl, I'm gonna write you letters too, bitch. So we've decided we're gonna write each other letters. I told her I'm gonna get special envelopes, special paper just for her. Um, she's gonna send me postcards. And isn't that just gonna be wonderful? And I'm planning to like, collect things or like just send her things in the letter like something cute and it's giving it's giving pen pal it's giving romance and it's just so epic I love it and it's so Freya like she is such a Victorian girl <laughs> she's just such an old soul and honestly I would I would like to say that I'm also an old soul so it's really nice to have somebody where I can share these things with because I've never written no I've never wrote <laughs> somebody before and I just think that's going to be marvelous to be honest on that note um we've been talking for quite some time now I think it's time I answer some of your questions so let me just <laughs> Look at my notes and see what you've asked me. Welcome to the Q&A segment. The first question is, how to have the confidence to wear what you want? Listen up, confidence is a mindset and you have to train your mind to believe that you are confident. Sorry, I got distracted. A police siren was going past whilst I was talking, but I don't know if my mic will pick that up because I figured out how to put gate on my mic so maybe it's fine um anyways yeah you have to train your mind to believe that you're confident until you genuinely do believe that you're confident um aka fake it till you make it um life is too short to not live the life that you want to live to not be able to like do something as simple as like wear the clothes that you want to wear and I know like it's easier said than done it can be really scary especially depending on your environment like if you're in like a small town where everyone's just kind of like 
doing the same thing. You don't want to stand out because you don't want to be seen or be perceived or be judged. But people are going to judge you regardless. Um, But also another thing to remember, people really don't fucking care. They're way too concerned with what's going on with their lives to care about what you're even wearing, girl, or what you're doing in your life. So you just got to come to that decision. Like, do you want to live the rest of your life not slaying, (laughs) question mark? Or do you want to serve? Do you want to serve cunt? Do you want to serve the nation? Just do it, girl. You can do it. Um, But baby steps, you know, you just got to each day try to incorporate the clothes you actually want to wear into your wardrobe. And I know it can be really scary because you're not used to it and it's out of your comfort zone. But the more you push yourself, the easier it's going to become. And before you know it, it's just going to become the new norm. And you're going to feel so good because you're going to be yourself. And there's only one of you. And honestly, to be yourself is the most fulfilling thing. And you need to bless the world with your uniqueness because that's what makes you you there's no other you on this planet but you so own it wear what you want to wear live the life you want to live do what you want to do fuck everyone else like this is your life fuck the haters um current style inspo where do you get your inspo for your outfits and style so my current style inspo i'm working on a wardrobe revamp I need to go through my entire wardrobe get rid of the majority of it sell it use the money to buy more outfits however I have been purchasing a few things recently and it's given me the serotonin that I've been waiting for and I realized why I was feeling shit because I had no new fucking clothes in my wardrobe and like also my styles like kind of evolved um because my internal world has also shifted. So I need to like be able to present myself in the way that I feel inside. And um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck I was saying, but basically my new vibe is um, kind of Tumblr 2014. I'm really into that right now. Um, uh, very earthy, um, grungy, boho-y, nature, um sexy I'm just using adjectives now um girly bohemian I already said boho but those are my vibes uh yeah I want to be wearing like just cute stuff did I've just described that in the most horrendous way I think um where do you get your inspo for outfits and style pinterest And also people on the streets, if I ever see a cute outfit, I always write it down in my notes. This girl came into work the other day and she was wearing this um, maxi fucking uh, like Dalmatian print coat, like jacket coat thing. Oh, it was epic. And I just stared at her long enough to decipher the tiny, tiny writing that had the name Roberto Cavalli and then I googled it and I found it 
and it's 300 pounds. Do I have 300 pounds to spend on a jacket? No, but at least I know the coat exists for purchase and hopefully one day I'll be able to afford it. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I would say when I was younger, I was definitely just like through and through extrovert. And then um, I got really anxious <laughs> in my later years. And then I, yeah, whatever. I would say I'm an extroverted introvert. Like I love being around people. I love connecting with others. I love chatting. I'm really good with people. I can honestly have a conversation with a rock and have a great time. Um, but that being said, my energy is only so big. And after a certain amount of time, I get really drained and I need to like go and be in solitude and go nonverbal and um, recharge. So I would say like, if I spend a full day with someone or anybody, I then also need to have a full day all by myself to recharge and be alone. How did you know what you wanted to do in life? Um, I never knew what I wanted to do in life. I was one of those people that was like, oh, so everyone knows what they wanna do, huh? <laughs> Why don't I know what I wanna do? Honestly, sometimes you can't rush perfection. You can't rush purpose. And I think that, you know, I. I don't know, maybe some people just know themselves better than others. I think that I didn't look inward till a lot later in life because I didn't want to look inward because I was running. I was running from my problems, which is, I think, yeah, if I looked inward when I was younger, I probably would have figured out what I wanted to do way sooner. It always felt like everyone had their thing that they were good at, um, that they wanted to pursue. And I was like, oh, I don't know what I want to do, but you know, I didn't let that get me down. I have always been open-minded and I always tried new things. Like I knew what I was good at. Like I always um, was creative. Uh, I loved drawing and painting. Um, when I was younger, actually, I wanted to be an actor and low-key, like I should have fucking gone and pursued that because I think I could serve. I think I could be a really good actor. Like I can get into character immediately like I can cry on demand like give me a minute to think about something I could probably cry um I've internalized my feelings my entire life like I have so much emotion stored within me that I can tap into so yeah that is like one of my dreams like maybe you know in a few years see me in a movie see me on the big screen um but yeah I just dabbled in a bunch of things throughout my life until I landed on um, being a personality and starting a podcast. However, um, throughout my spiritual healing journey, I became deeply obsessed with psychology, um, the human psychology and, you know, those kind of things. So I've decided when I'm 40, I want to go and learn... <laughs> go to university get a degree learn psychology and I am going to become a therapist when I'm 40 um I don't know if that sounds humorous because I like to have a laugh but I'm actually honestly I'm telling you now I'm not making this up so many people just go to me like you would be such a good therapist because I'm 
I'm just really into that. Um, I think my calling in life is to help other people. It brings me great fulfillment, joy and purpose. And I'm deeply interested in it. And yeah, I really want to be a therapist when I'm 40. So, which I'm really fucking happy that I know that now because I was kind of like, oh, like I know I want to do a podcast now, but like, what am I going to do when I'm older? <laughs> I don't know if I could be podcasting when I'm 40. So um, yeah, I'm going to be a therapist. I can't fucking wait. And I just think like, wow, what an era that's going to be. Like, I know my office is going to look fucking stunning. Also, therapists make so much money, so that's lit. How to start posting on social media and not care about what people think. Um, you know, again, you just have to, it's a mindset, you just have to do it. You just have to not fucking care. <laughs> but the question does say how. So how do we do that, you guys? Let me get my thinking cap on. Do you know what? I think it's just you have to work on yourself internally. You have to build up your own um, security and self-esteem and you have to build such a strong foundation within yourself. Really learn yourself, know yourself, believe in yourself to the point where it doesn't matter what somebody else says um, about you you know yourself so well that it's like, okay, like that's your opinion and you are so welcome to it. I disagree. <laughs> you know, like if someone says something to me about me that I disagree with, that's like negative, like it doesn't affect me because I'm, I just know myself and I know who I am. I know I'm a good person. Um, like, it doesn't affect me so you just have to work on yourself every every everything in life you guys starts from within everything like these questions you guys are asking like a lot of them is like the next one is like how to stop comparing myself to his ex they dated for a very long time and are still friends like again like simultaneously that is a mixture of you know like you need to communicate within your relationship. You need to bring forth the fact that you're feeling insecure. Comparing yourself is because you're feeling insecure within yourself. Because if you're secure within yourself, you're not going to compare yourself to somebody else. But then simultaneously, it's kind of like, you need to communicate, like you need to bring this up and say, hey, um, I'm feeling you know, quite insecure that you're still friends with your ex. Maybe we need to put a boundary in place. Like, it makes me a bit uncomfortable that you've had this connection with this other person um, and you spend time with them. I would just like to feel a bit more secure. Um, I don't know, like, and, and you need to just be able to communicate. <laughs> you need to be able to be on the same page because you know, if he is spending lots of time with his ex, that's a bit weird, like, um, if it makes you uncomfortable, and it would make everyone uncomfortable, to be honest, so then it's kind of like, why are you doing that, <laughs> get a new friend, girl, guys, I feel like I'm giving really bad advice right now, and it's embarrassing, considering I just said I want to be a therapist when I'm 40, although I haven't done my studies yet, so you can't blame me, and also, I just had a bit of a mind blank, um, Sorry, I don't know if I answered that question very well, but I'm going to move on because I don't want to answer it anymore because it's actually making my brain hurt. 
I'm so sorry, but it's going to be okay. Um, is long distance worth it? I used to be so against this because I couldn't fathom like why somebody would want to be in a relationship with someone that doesn't even live in the same fucking place as them. Um, but as I've gotten older, you know, I don't know. I think if you want to make it work, you will make it work. Like if you love someone, like, I don't know, like, if you meet someone and they don't live in the same place as you and you love them, you can just make it work. Like, what are you going to do? Like, be like, oh, well, you don't live here, so, but I love you. But, like, never mind. Like, you can make things work. It doesn't have to be, um, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Why is my brain not working? <laughs> Basically, I used to work in a pub and there was this girl called Alice who met this guy and like they fell in love and he lived in Texas and obviously she lived in London but they were in love so they were in a long distance relationship and then they got married and then she moved to Texas and I just remember her talking about him and talking about getting married and she was so excited to get her green card <laughs> but it was really sweet because they just made it work and obviously like it does come with its own challenges but so does every relationship and I think that if you want to make it work you can like my friend at work right now is in she's dating this guy who lives in Amsterdam she's in Amsterdam right now like seeing him and in the meantime they communicate really well they FaceTime all the time they text every day so I think like yeah I think kind of your end goal has to align it doesn't make sense that you would be in a long-term relationship and be like okay we're never gonna live together we're just gonna see each other every every so often like in the end you have to come together and unionize um but yeah I don't know you can make it work it would just be quite sad I feel like if I'm with someone I'm like totally obsessed with them and I want to be around them all the time so I don't know if that would just make me actually insane if I couldn't see my boyfriend um, whenever I wanted to. <laughs> okay, next question. Do you have any sunny angels? Yes, I do. One's on my laptop. It is a, is that a bunny? A pink bunny? But its ears have been fucking bitten into because Jean just sometimes goes up to it and nibbles it, motherfucker. And then I have another one. What one is that? It's orange. What's orange? It's not a giraffe. Is it a giraffe? Maybe. That is on my kitchen um, cabinet. And it's so cute because every time you open the cabinet, um, she's there waiting for you. Best tips on breakups. How do I truly move on from my first love? Hmm. Well, I've only had one breakup because I've only had one boyfriend. And my tips would be... Oh, girl, I don't... How many months have I been single now? Wait, August, September, October, November, December, January. Wow, I'm five months single, you guys. That's crazy. Um, my best tips, honestly, I don't know because everything has been a blur, but I would say surround yourself with um, the people that love you. Don't be afraid to ask for help and communicate. I don't know, when I reflect back on my breakup, like I broke up with my ex and I like didn't tell anyone for like a good few weeks like not even I don't know if I even told my bestie because back then I it's before I like worked on so many things within myself and I've always been really bad at asking for help or like 
talking about my feelings or like sharing what I'm going through. So I literally just like internalized it and was like, well, I can, I can do this on my own. And you know, I don't want to burden anyone with my troubles, but I would definitely say, don't do that. Um, talk to your friends, talk to your family if you're close with them. And um, yeah, uh, listen to podcasts. I think that would be really helpful. Read books. Um, uh, do things that make you happy. Go on walks, listen to music, sing, dance, like practice all your hobbies. Keep yourself distracted. Let yourself feel your feelings. Um, cry, let it out, journal. It's just you have to heal and it's a process and every day is going to be different because you're grieving. So you're going to go through all the different stages. But I think if you educate yourself on like what you should be prepared to experience, then you're going to be prepared and um, it will just help you out a little bit more, like build up your toolkit. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just a time thing, isn't it? Like time heals all wounds, like they say, and you just have to stay strong and some days you can't be strong. And again, that's fine. You just have to be kind to yourself and give yourself lots of love. And just remember that you're going through a breakup. Like you've intertwined with another soul. Like, and now you're no longer with them. It's such an adjustment and it's really hard and it's really difficult um, to get through. So just don't do it alone. Make sure you ask for help make sure you talk to people and um don't isolate yourself I would say for sure someone said would you ever move to another country like Australia or whatever <laughs> or whatever um um why is everyone moving to Australia first of all why <laughs> what the fuck the funny thing is like I keep meeting Australian people or oh, I keep seeing British people go to Australia. It's a thing. I've never been interested, did, interested? What the fuck? Can I speak? I've never been interested in moving to Australia for some reason. It's just never, I think it's just because it's so fucking far away. And it just looks a bit, I don't really know that much about Australia, but it just kind of looks a bit suburban to me. I'm a sissy girl, um, but I would move to a different country. I'm planning on moving to New York for like six months in the next two years. So fucking gassed about that. I'm really excited. My girl Jazz lives there and I know we're going to have the best fucking time. Can't wait, to be honest. Um, next question. What type of guys are you into? <laughs> sexy ones um I like a guy who dresses well who has good style that's hot um I like a guy to be confident and to be able to take control of a situation um but I think for me I just um I'm really attracted to energy like if we're just vibing on the same wavelength um then that's perfect somebody who's just fully conscious who sees life um through the same lens um just like someone that I can connect with on like a really deep spiritual level 
I'd like to, I like someone that has like similar interests to me, like listens to similar music. Um, someone that's like really empathetic and compassionate and funny and silly, like knows how to have fun, adventurous, spontaneous. Those are my vibes really. Just a nice guy, but like not too nice. Um, <laughs> somebody that's hot, I don't know, whatever. I'm just not really thinking about men right now, you guys. We're putting that on the back burner. Um, I'm focusing on me. Um, book recommendations. Norwegian Wood by Murakami. Uh, Normal People. Um, 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 Just Kids, obviously. I'm reading right now on Earth, We're Briefly Gorgeous. And it's been in my fucking pile for ages, but like I have so many books on my pile that I haven't even fucking opened or I've opened and I haven't, I haven't like finished cause I just start opening books and that's not happening in 2024. We're reading one book a month and we're sticking to it. So that was my book of January. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm like halfway through. And like when I opened that fucking book and I was reading it on the bus, like a few pages in, I just start like welling up on the train. I mean, on the bus, like my eyes like start weeping because his writing is so profoundly beautiful and the way he just fucking puts things into words. I know, I know he's a poet, but fucking hell. It's just so fucking beautiful. Um. Oh my God, there are so many things I... I I'm on the bus, so I can't be underlining because it's just going to get messy, but I need to go back in and start underlining things because there are just so many things that shocked me. I just had to, like, take a break and I had to, like, take it in and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Even thinking about it makes me want to fucking cry. Honestly, that book is just so fucking brilliant and, wow, incredible. Um, but I'll get back to you on that one because I am about to purchase like so many books when I'm no longer on a spending ban. And in my Amazon basket, I have so many that have been recommended um, or that has just been on my reading list that I'm really excited to read. So I, well, I'll give you a book recommendation every month because I'll be reading a book every month. So yeah, Miffy, Snoopy or Sunny Angels. I've never really been a Snoopy fan. Um... I love Sunny Angels, they're so cute. And I love Miffy. Don't make me choose. But if I had to, oh God, but what if when you have all your Sunny Angels lined up, you can't get rid of them. But then I love Miffy, like, I love Miffy. Maybe I'm choosing Miffy. I think I'm choosing Miffy. Got a Miffy necklace, I've got my little Miffy lamp. I've got a Miffy cup. Um. Yeah. Next question is, do you ever feel immense pressure on socials to maintain a certain audience and do you feel like this affects your mental health? In the past, I will say I have struggled with that um, and being like, oh my God, this one is not getting enough engagement and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then, it, yeah, and then it did affect my mental health. And I was like, this is fucking lame. Like, oh, this is like jarring me. Like, I don't even want to do this anymore. Like, it's just so annoying. Um, and honestly, it is all about your fucking perspective, girl. Like, I just decided like, fuck me. This is not my life. This is not um, me. And I'm putting so much of my self-worth and my like value into my social media. And if this post 
um, doesn't do well. That means I didn't look that good in it or whatever. And I need to do better or whatever, all of these things. And that's the same with everyone. It's like, it's just psychology just like fucks you. And it's like um, the dopamine you get from getting loads of likes and getting all this like public praise. You're not supposed to as humans be exposed to that many people and be receiving like all of this like public praise. It's just like not really normal and it really fucks up your brain. And then, yeah, so I just at one point was like, fuck this, this is really jarring. And I love myself and you have to just have your own self-worth in here and not attach it to your social media because the algorithm is the biggest bully of them all and it honestly is just an algorithm like if your post gets pushed to loads of fucking people it's gonna get loads of fucking likes naturally if it doesn't get pushed to loads of people you're not gonna get as many likes naturally that has got nothing to do with you or what your content is, or what you look like, or whatever, it's literally just the algorithm, so I just decided one day, like, this isn't me, and I'm not going to attach my self-worth to my social media, um, this is my job, and this is how I can make money, and it can be fun, and when I take pictures of my outfit, or whatever, or I post videos, I'm doing it because it's fun and I need to remember why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because I enjoy it, because it's fun, because I'm just being a girl and I want to take cute pictures and take fun videos and it's silly and it's not serious and I'm removing all of this pressure that I've put onto it and I've detached the self-worth, my self-worth that I attached to it um, and as soon as I made that disconnect, it's been so chill, like, I don't care, like, whatever, it's fucking whatever, like, I'm doing it because it's fucking fun, I'm not doing it because I need to be affirmed, and obviously you do fall into, like, um, that old way of thinking when you're like, oh, this post didn't do as well, but then you just have to snap out of it, you're like, no, girl, like, stop looking at the likes, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> Okay, last question is current music rotation. Oh, I got a lot of music questions. So it's like, what's your Spotify song artist of the moment? Oh, song or artist of the moment. Top three albums and please share your Spotify. I um, will send you my Spotify <laughs> on Instagram. I don't know what my Spotify is, but I will just share the link. Um, so... I have been listening to a lot of like late 60s, early 70s kind of music recently. Um, I've really been enjoying Paul Simon. Uh, I've been enjoying George Harrison, The Beach Boys, Leonard Cohen, um, Carol King, and a bit of Blind Faith. I have also been listening to Jeff Buckley, uh Mazzy Star, Pine Grove. I fucking love Pine Grove. Um, I can't get enough of that album, 1111. Uh, I really love the song Let. I love the song Orange. Um Respirate. Is that what it's called? That means to breathe, right? To re respirate. <laughs> what the fuck? Girl. Um, who else have I been listening to? Um 
oh my god so much adrian lenka fucking love her so much um i also found a new album by an artist called kenny tinnitus i think she's called and the album is called mud on my superstars i think and it's quite a short album but i'm so fucking obsessed and i've been listening to it on repeat and like every fucking song is a banger like it's so good and it's so beautiful and it's just so melodic and beautiful and i love it and i also listened uh last week to um the japanese houses new album well it came out last year i just haven't listened to it um and oh my god i love her like it's incredible it's so fucking incredible and um what did you ask me oh wait so no someone else said if you could only listen to one song which would it be i would never only listen to one song for the rest of my life and i wouldn't even ever answer that because what kind of question is that that is so fucking evil and i will not pick but there is one song that has been on repeat for me which is one for sorrow two for Joni jones by the japanese house and when i listen to albums i just listen to them with my ears um and then if i hear one that i really really love i love heart it i send it to my likes and then after i'm done with the first lesson then i go back in and i re-listen whilst following the lyrics and like really like immersing myself and i remember when that song came on and it's the last song on the album and i was like whoa this sounds insane like this is so fucking beautiful what the fuck is happening so i love hearted it and then i started reading lyrics and i was just like this is fucking insane and it's just such a fucking beautiful song about when you know your relationship is over and just it's just so relatable and it's just put so beautifully and oh my god she's just like there's a one there's one line where she's like no one's ever gonna love me like this dog lying in my lap and yeah that entire song is just so beautiful and wow let me go on my Spotify though, because I want to give you some song recommendations before I go. So, um, Not A Lot, Just Forever by Adrian Lenka. Slugs by Slowpulp. I've been banging that one recently, actually. Seven Hours by Dominic Fike. Um, I really, really love um, <gasps> Walking in Memphis. And I'm walking in Memphis. That song came on. Um, at work on the playlist and I was like what a fucking tune like I'm adding this to my liked songs I just love that song and it's so good and also um sitting down here by Lenny Marlin is the one that's like I don't know the words but did you know what song it was by me I'm here that came on and I was like, oh my God, I haven't heard this song in ages, but what is this called? And I shazammed it and I was like, oh my God, such a throwback. And the funny thing about my work is that all of the time I'm like, who is making these playlists? Because we can't make the playlist, we can't change the music and it's always getting rotated. I've painted a very strong picture of the person who creates the playlist at work. And it is a man who's about, 36 37 
He's got dirty blonde hair. He wears glasses, plain, and he's always in like the same kind of outfit, like a plain baggy t-shirt, some jeans, and he's wearing Converse, the low top ones. And yeah, I'm just like, he is Dua Lipa's number one fan, first of all, because every Dua Lipa song is always on the fucking playlist and it's kind of jarring. And the thing is with the music that he puts on the playlist, it's so bizarre, the selection, it just doesn't make sense. You'll be on one fucking vibe one moment and then all of a sudden, bam, you're on the dance floor, he's making you dance and it's like the most awful dance song you've ever fucking heard. And I'm thinking like he does it because he thinks it's hilarious because we can't change the music. So essentially we'll be at work and we'll be forced to listen to this atrocious fucking song that feels like you're at a school disco doing the um, Macarena <laughs> or something. I think he just put some really awful songs in there just for jokes, but it's fucking jarring. Um, and I just need to know who makes the playlist and I need to... I need to have a word with him. <laughs> Moving on, let me give you some more song recommendations. This Will Be Our Year by The Zombies. Um, long, Long Time by Linda Rose Stunt. Ron Stunt. Ron Stad. How the fuck do you say that? It's Ron and then S-T-A-T-D. I Don't Wanna Cry by Chuck Jackson. Nothing To Declare by MGMT. Cute with a K by Alex G, Miz by Alex G. I've never um, listened to Alex G before and someone mentioned him and I was like, it sounds familiar. Like I feel like I have a few songs that I've found like on like a shuffle and I've been like, oh, I like that. Cause I remember, I like recall seeing the name but I've never like properly listened to him. <laughs> I've been devouring his entire discography and I'm fucking obsessed. And also on the Alex G point, um, let me go on albums. I really love his album, House of Sugar. Like the entire album, it's so good. My favorites on that album are Southern Sky, Project Two, Bad Man, and Sugar House Live. Okay, let's go back to my light songs. Songbird by Fleetwood Mac. Silver Springs, the live version by Fleetwood Mac. I cannot get over that drama. I saw it on fucking Instagram the other day and I haven't thought about the drama for so long. And I was like, oh my God, what a time to be alive. Music just isn't the way that it was back in the day. Like, where is the drama? Oh, do you know what? I was on a massive, a massive, um, like jazz vibe the other day. It's Easy to Remember by John Coltrane. If you just go on like song radio for that, you're gonna be hit with like so many good songs. You've Changed by Kat Rosenwinkel, A Foggy Day by Barney Kessel, and who's the other one? Ray Brown. Oh my God, this song I'm obsessed with. It's so good. Mary's Theme by Stelvio Cipriani. I really love the song Arms Open Wide by Runo Plum. Womb by Adrian Lenka. Paper Thin Hotel by Leonard Cohen. Sycamore by Bill Callahan. Oh, do you know what? Don't Talk by the Beach Boys. Run That Body Down by Paul Simon. So good. A Singer Must Die by Leonard Cohen. Chelsea Hotel Number 2 by Len Leonard Cohen. <laughs> I am just gonna fucking end up telling you my entire 
liked. Um, but Everything Reminds Me of Her by Elliot Smith, Clementine by Elliot Smith. Um, Rodriguez, I love this artist. Forget It by Rodriguez, Jane as Pity by Rodriguez. That album, is that album called Sugar Man? Sugar Man? No, the album's called Cold Fat. Um, my friend, when I went to art college, showed me this album. Um, and I think he found, he must have found the artist through the movie because he showed me this movie called Candy, which is one of my favorite movies. And Rodriguez has a song called Sugar Man, which is on the Cold Fat album on the movie Candy. And I think that's how this guy found this artist, I presume. Um, but I love that album. It's really good. He also has another album called Coming From Reality. That's also a really good album. Oh my God, Deathly by Amy Mann. Do you know what's a great album, you guys? Junk of the Heart by The Kooks. It's so fucking good. She's Always a Woman by Billy Joel. Beautiful, classic. Um, Bitter with the Sweet, Carol King. It's Too Late, Carol King. Glide, cover by Mitski. So good. The Look of Love, Dusty Springfield. Trade It by Slow Pulp. I've been listening to a lot of Slow Pulp and I love them. And I'm going to see them in June. So obsessed with that. To Hold You by Claro, Temple by Kings of Leon and Rock City by Kings of Leon. And I'm gonna stop now because I will just keep telling you about all the songs that I love and we're gonna be here forever. And you know, we don't wanna be here forever. And on that note, I'm gonna go because this episode has been long enough already and I'm all out of words, but I hope you enjoyed yourself. I enjoyed myself. It was fun to catch up with you. Who knows what we're going to be talking about next week. Um, but I'm going on a hike on Sunday. So maybe we can talk about that. I'm slightly worried for the hike because, you know, my chest is still a little bit tight. I'm just hoping I don't get mega out of breath. But I'm always on my feet. So I'm thinking I can't be that unfit. But I don't know. I did go up a hill on the last hike and I thought I was going to die. So wish me luck um and pray for me keep me in your thoughts anyways thank you so much for hanging out with me I really loved spending some quality time with you I will see you next week I hope you have a beautiful week sending you big hugs and big kisses love you bye bye